0: Welcome to the Aligned Leader Podcast, a personal growth podcast for driven women who want to level up their life and business. Tune in weekly to learn emotional management tools and mindset-expanding tips. I'm your host, mindset and business coach, Michelle Costas. Let's get started. Well, welcome back, everyone. This is part two of being mission-driven. We are here with Brianna Goodwin, and we're talking a little bit more about the backstory of what it means to be mission-driven and how it came about for her. And if you haven't listened to last week's episode, I definitely recommend it, just so you have more of a picture. But you know what I was thinking? Like, if you are (laughs) mission-driven, you wake up in the morning, and this is, like, your background music.
1: Like Mission
0: Impossible. You can tell we're going to talk about something serious because we're starting silly. So, thank you guys for being here. And we are adults and we are female business owners. And um, we love Tom Cruise. I do, <laughs> not you, but. I do love you Tom do? Cruise. I just keep it to a respectful level. <laughs> I told...
1: We won't tell you what I told my husband, but anyways, um, this isn't, an, you know, an advertisement for Maverick.
0: No. <laughs> I do recommend that movie. I do recommend I recommend I it strongly. It. Okay. <laughs> guys. Dedication (laughs) at its finest. We are going to go in, (laughs) again, we told you last week, these episodes are going to be different than the normal vibe. And maybe not. Maybe this is the new vibe. But uh, we're going to be talking a little bit more about, you know, how it came about for you. Like, maybe where your mission came from. Maybe where you have seen times where you were working in your mission versus when maybe you lost focus for your mission. And
1: yeah. And I know a common question too, especially in, in my field is, is what is the difference between a mission and a why? So I think that'll be interesting to kind of land on. And hopefully you guys get some tools today to, to kind of check in with yourself or what has been really helpful to myself. But I know the last podcast I kept alluding. I was like, you know, when you get to hear my story, when you get to know my like reason. And so here is the day. <laughs> and And so, you know, my mission is deeply driven into stuff that has happened in my life. and um and I gotta say, this is a really vulnerable moment because I do share this from stage. I do share this in my trainings, but this is very public. And so here, welcome into my um, reality TV show. So, uh, with that, you know, i I told you the last session that we I started at the age of twenty two. But I want to give you up here into some moments that I didn't know when I started my business, what would forever change me down the road that I would grab onto. And so at the age of 20, a couple months prior, two months prior, no, four four months prior to, no. See, you blackout moments that have changed (laughs) your life. All right. So February 19th, okay, two months before I turned 21, my mom passed away. And so, um, I know Michelle knows the story. I know there was a moment for us that made a connection for our our life in my living room when I finally told this story. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and, and so here, here it is. But basically I mentioned the last one, my parents are amazing people, right? Like they giving and nurturing and helping the community and great business owners and, you know, financially took care of themselves, but there's this other piece that when you maybe don't deal with your childhood or things that have happened to you that starts to leak out. Now, 20-year-old version didn't understand this. Yeah. 32-year-old version today, we could go into a whole different conversation about this, but I want to take you back then. And basically what happened is there was a lot of um, addiction happening with my mom and that was a result of, of a lot of unresolved issues. Mm-hmm. And basically um, we found out on February 19th, I got a phone call from my dad that he said, you need to come home. And I said, I know, I mean, I had my hair business at home. I was about to have a hair client that day. And he, he said, no, you need to come home now. And, and I said, I, I know I'm on my way. And somehow the phone call got to my husband And he said, um, I said, why? Why, dad? He said, your mom's dead. Hmm. And I said, um, (laughs) no, she's not. Where did she go? She must have went missing again. Because that's another part in our story. Like, there's no way that she's dead. And I remember that drive up there. I was almost throwing up out of the car. Because, you know, when your intuition knows that, something is real but you can't like handle it yet mm-hmm. and and so I was on my mm-hmm. way there and I drove up to the scene on my on my family property right where I grew up of all these ambulance and these policemen and my mom had taken her life that day in my bedroom mm. and um, my dad had to re- try to resuscitate her and I came into the whole mess and police questioning you know if there was something that was done weird And I I could, I mean, if I were to go back in that day, I, I really, I don't understand that day. But the bottom of the line, after years, when you lose someone to suicide, the first year is trying to figure it out, right? You are in the depths of why, how, what did I miss? Oh my gosh, I'm 20 years old. This is my mom. What happened? And then this woman came into my life who, you know offered me to have a facial and this is a weird turn and I said no to her so many times and then I finally said yes to to trying the products and then I said yes to starting a business just to get a discount and then all of a sudden I'm at my new consultant training and you know life just kind of is interesting how it works out sometimes and I said, Oh my gosh, I recognize you. And so um, we had met each other at an Al Anon meeting because she was there for, you know, someone, a child in her life. I was there for my dad at the time who had addiction issues. And we're trying to just work through our stuff. And so if I were to go back to that point, even prior to meeting what my new business, my new fulfillment in life was going to be, is I immediately got myself into therapy after my mom died. I didn't know why. I was scared. I'd never done that in my life before. But I knew it was something I needed to do because I had such a fear. You know, the last podcast we talked about, what do you not want, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't want that to be what my ending was. I I didn't want to do that to people. It actually felt like a comfortable place to be, but, but how do I change it? I, I mean, now I can put the words to it, be the cycle changer <laughs> back then mm-hmm. was, do I join the mess or do I change it? Mm-hmm. You know? And, and so I remember, and you guys, it took time. I remember my first therapist I went to was like, okay, well, we'll have you come back in three months, you know, and we'll come back around to this. And I was like, my life is an emergency right now. What do you mean come back in three months? So if you are in that place right now, if you are listening to this in crisis and you're like, that doesn't work, that's actually something so close to my heart because I'm like, keep trying, though, because medical whatever is kind of interesting so so I'm so glad that I went again because I had to make a choice am I gonna join it or am I gonna am I gonna make a difference and so I started to work on myself I put myself in that personal responsibility even though I didn't realize to be available to receive what was next and then Mary Kay came into my life and then I started to work on that next journey and it wasn't easy, but as I started to work on my self-confidence, on my self-esteem, to raise my self-worth, that my results didn't have to equal my worth, that I could do something because I love to do it and I could contribute, no matter if I was good at it or not, that this could be my life with freedom and flexibility. This is where I belong. But it took a while to get to that point
0: mm-hmm. because
1: someone growing up in a household where everything was results driven, Mm -hmm. it was a little bit difficult, which could be a whole other training, right? But um, I had to come to this place of, like, what is the real reason of why I'm doing this? Right. And that became that there was this pivotal moment right before my mom died. And um, she, you know, my dad ran a business, and all of a sudden one day she went missing. And she had emptied his entire business, bank account and we were like first where in the heck did she go and two what is she doing with this money
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I remember that day I'm like in my pajamas I'm searching bank accounts this sounds like it could be on Netflix right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah um we're in a crime podcast all of a sudden <laughs> and and my dad's freaking out you know because he's put his whole life into his business and I'm searching for her, and I finally get a phone call, and I find out where she's at. Okay, mm-hmm. so I want I, just to put this into a picture because this is—I mean, you guys, seriously, this is this is a core piece of why I do what I do because I find women not in this particular situation, right? But right, but you can hear me when I say this of uh, it, it, you know their rock bottom, and things that don't make sense, and this woman who apparently has all this money, but is at a ghetto Best Western. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right now. And when I say that, I mean just in a not great part of town. (laughs) We live in a beautiful state. She could have literally been at any gorgeous hotel. Yeah. But her deserve level at that time said, go to this place that is maybe $50 a night. Right. Also, don't leave any money for yourself. Yeah. And desert my family. And so I was very confused. So anyways, long story short, I get myself into that hotel room looking to protect, find, you know, what's going on. And my mom comes back and it's this whole crazy thing of her being upset that I'm there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I said, mom, what are you doing? And she just broke down in tears and said, maybe if I took the money, I could contribute to the household and I would mean something. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I thought, you know, it didn't hit me then. I was very confused then. We had to get my dad back involved and, you know, get her home. But when I look back at it now and I do what I do, I found a woman in a situation who, one, didn't know how to take care of herself, Mm -hmm. two, find a healthy way for personal growth that she didn't shame herself, Mm -hmm. three, if she did want to leave a certain situation, didn't have the financial means to do so because... technically on paper was a housewife and didn't feel like she had contribution and so I found this woman who thought I'm gonna find my worth in contributing in some crazy way right Mm -hmm. and so then as I have ran into women over the last decade which is really crazy to say in my business a decade you find the same patterns Mm -hmm. different story right right and, and so, in the beginning, that looks like saving women. Right. Because <laughs> I had some maybe potential codependency issues. So, join me on that and have the, the hope train <laughs> of knowing you can want to help in a potentially unhealthy way. And then that started to evolve in a, how do I empower these women mm-hmm. to have choices? Right. So, that was a rant but but that's the it's important right it, it's it your mission. time to unveil you know and there could be so many more stories in that but where does this come from and and that has evolved over time
0: yeah yeah and and what i'm hearing is that your your mom didn't really understand how worthy and special and deserving she was just as she was
1: yeah because you know I was just with someone this last week whose dad passed away. Yeah. And the daughter of this person was someone who was my mom greatly impacted her life. Mm-hmm. And if that woman, my mom, could hear today. Like, what a difference she Mm. made in this woman's life forever. Mm -hmm. And knowing how funny and powerful and connecting and energetic and helpful and inspiring people actually realize she was. And see, that's the crazy part, right? Mm -hmm. Like, people may in your life think that you're that, but when you don't... yeah. That's where we have to start with. And that's what today is about. Because if we can take care of self, Mm -hmm. and then we can realize our mission, and we can heal ourselves, then we can help other women to see that too.
0: Yes. And (laughs) when you come from that place, there's never going to be a lack of willingness. Whatever the vehicle is, and it's so cool that Mary Kay is so aligned with your mission and what you're doing Because, you know, the, the impact and the influence that you're having, like you said, when you, when you help her wash her face, you get to go and be with her and help her with her heart and be with her heart and reach her heart. And, you know, your mom's heart, you know, I never knew your mom, but I've been with you, you know, I've known you for, I don't even know now. It's been like eight years. Mm -hmm. Almost eight years. Almost eight years. And really it's like that heart piece has always been the same for you but it has definitely evolved right yeah and um you know i think that that may have been the mission for your mom like it, all the stories you've told me of of the impact that she had on people and you took it to the next place where you're willing to um take that personal responsibility to where you could use those gifts that your mom had that are in you, and you could take them to a healthy place to impact people. And that was really, like, from the stories you've told me, um, that was her heart, too.
1: Yeah, I mean... My mom's heart was so genuine of Of that she wanted to help people um, and she wanted to, she would have never probably used this word, but I would use it today of Of carry on some sort of, of legacy. I mean, mm-hmm. to elderly, to, you know, people in low, in whatever situation you yeah. know, that they were in, she would give literally the shirt off of her back. But here's the issue, you guys. And this is what we really need to talk about. You may feel that same way but if you do those things and you still feel empty at the end of the day Mm -hmm. that is where we have to take a look of like how are we filling our own cup right before we go after this to where no matter what you get in return Mm -hmm. you're living in your mission versus like as a thermometer of your worth
0: right exactly for sure
1: because that's what I watched her go through and be insecure. So write reasons. But then if you can't put your head down at the end of the night and feel good and and whole. sleep and whole,
0: mm-hmm.
1: there's some the missing gaps. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is a, a perfect part to talk about, like, have there been times, you know, mm-hmm. where I have potentially lost focus? You've watched me. <laughs>
0: go for it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I mean, through the years you've had, you know, personal stuff that's happened in your life where, you know, you've experienced growth and you've experienced times of frustration. And I think that a big piece of it is where is our focus, where when you are aligning yourself to a mission you know, the, when the why is big enough, the how doesn't matter. Totally. And when people get wrapped up in the how only, it's not that the how isn't important. It's important to have a strategy. But when people focus on the how and forget the why, it can be um, draining. Yes. And I've seen times in your business where you have felt uh, a sense of, fulfillment and success and it actually took less time and less energy and I've seen times in your business where you were giving it all you've got and you still had that strong work ethic but your results weren't aligning.
1: Yeah well and then if you have a mission even through both of those situations you still don't give up right but then it's like But the goal here is, is not just what your mission is, but how can you go for this and still feel in alignment and not taking all your energy and not feeling, you know, painful. And so, you know, if we were to go back to the beginning, as I was healing myself, sometimes I believe that who you come across, sometimes as you're healing yourself, you know, those beginning stages you attract who you are. in a sense. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And, and, and there's no shame in that, but there's a lot of learning. Right. In that, right. And so to not be frustrated mm. of like focused on the results, but like the process of who that turns you into to then reach the next person. Right. And, and I know that may sound like a bunch of hogwash, but like, let me give you a quick example. I felt crazy back then and so I would use that in my verbiage in my self-talk that everybody's crazy and Mm -hmm. then everybody I surrounded myself then I was like oh my gosh they're crazy Mm -hmm. so it's really interesting right our thoughts really do create what is in front of us and so of course my business felt hard then because I had thought that there's a bunch of crazy people around me (laughs) and that was my own term and I know that could be a whatever term and then that started to evolve Right. with with personal growth and and working on myself um, there have been times where I lost focus because every woman is gonna go through some junk in her life right even if you've had all the personal growth in the world we can't control things that go on right and things are gonna come up and people might pass away or relationships may change right and we have emotions right. you know at the end of the day and so um it's learning more so I think how to pivot versus thinking this is never going to happen. Right. Right. And so there were times where I was maybe caught up in the quote unquote carrot. So that would be the shiny goal that maybe my company was offering, which I'm so thankful for. I mean, that is so cool because when I was a hairdresser, I never got offered that. But I think sometimes we can get caught up in the recognition versus Every day, how do I want to show up with joy in the journey to do this no matter what I'm going to receive because I may get that item, I may get that trip, but which I again love, but it's going to go away in a matter of a week or whatever, what is not going to go away. Um, So it might have got caught up in the carrot. I might have not been taking care of myself. So I live by something called the halts. Okay. And I just feel like this is like a really easy, simple tool for the listeners, something I talk to my people about all the time. And it's a great way to check in with yourself. So I've added on to it because of my mentor helped me with this. And it stands for H hungry. That's a real deal. People, you need a burrito or something like (laughs) you got to change your state. (laughs) You want a taco? (laughs) Okay. every day okay talk to me (laughs) once you've eaten because you're angry you're hangry right now yeah okay but for reals hungry and a stands for angry um l stands for lonely t stands for tired and there's two s's so just add h a l t s s S is for sick or stressed, which is really fascinating when you look at the last two years we've been through. Right. Everyone's been halting. Mm
0: -hmm. Right. As a country, as As a world. As a country. Yeah.
1: Um, And so if those are happening, you got to check in with yourself and go, you know what? I'm just going to set this down for a second and I'm going to address my personal needs at the moment to get myself back, back up to a place where I can contribute or think correctly. Um, and then there's there's this,
0: the tree trunk <laughs> And you introduced this to me. Yeah. Well, I really believe that that marriage is a, a source <laughs> of a reflection. I totally cut you off.
1: There, but... She's
0: like, the tree trunk means marriage) <laughs> It I think it's your marriage, but it's also like your your spiritual relationship. Yeah. I believe like my relationship with God and my relationship with my husband are like my tree trunk and whatever my business is, whatever my finances are. Those are the branches. Exactly. Yeah. So when it's run, <laughs> are y'all y'all
1: have a picture right now? So we have this tree trunk, right? Of like, here is my priorities, my beliefs, and my marriage. The core of everything. And it's literally Rotting, and when she said to that me, like I mean, I can remember where we were at. You're like the tree trunk, and I was like, "Mm -hmm." Um, (laughs) mm-hmm, because you can only handle what you can handle, right? And. But it it was, right? And so when my, if I have to tiptoe around my house because my marriage isn't in alignment right. and I'm feeling frustrated, that is going to confuse me, take me away from my mission and also bleed into the quote unquote results or goals of my business. Right. And so most people think, well, if I go, I did, If well, if I go work more yeah. and this fulfills my needs, I don't have to deal with the tree trunk but y'all the tree trunk follows you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's the core.
1: Um, and, and so I'll just give you, you know, I know some of you are on here that are like, potentially like me who are like, I hear all this, but can you show me results driven where you were at and where you got to be monetarily that gives me hope that I'm willing to do the work, (laughs) you know? And so in that, that time period, where my marriage was a mess. Um, I was still working on myself. I had just had my son. I'm a new mom. Um, n- I'm nursing. That that could be a whole other podcast in itself of the mess of nursing. Um, so you moms get me if you're in milk gel right now. And, <laughs> and, um, and, and, and I saw my business declining. So you see your finances declining. You see your safety net declining. And you know, you're questioning yourself as a parent. And so you get out of alignment really quickly, even though you could be still mission-driven. And so that took some time where I had to grow some personal responsibility. That's a big word. <laughs> I think it's gonna go on my graves my gravesite one day, right? Like hashtag personal responsibility. <laughs> hashtag what does it look like to be a victim? Here
0: here lies a victor, not a victim. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And you're like, what does that mean? And I'm sure one day she'll talk about personal responsibility on here, but it was like, oh yeah, am I willing to show up and not make excuses, blame, or justify my life for a part I have to do, or am I going to blame it all on my spouse and my circumstances? Right. That's a really quick Cliff Notes version of that. Right. Because sometimes we want someone to show up for us or to fix us and we're waiting on the wait train for that. Mm-hmm. And ultimately that's keeping us in victim because we're putting our life on hold and our goals on hold and our mission on hold because we're waiting for that to change. Totally. So when I chose to work on that and take some separation from that, I went from, you know, in my, my world, it's called a unit club. And so that year I did not hit a quote unquote goal. It was my lowest sales year of the year. Mm-hmm. Um I remember that year. It I was crying a lot. You remember that? I had a neck brace. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Oh man. Remember, I was like, I'm in so much pain. Your body's literally I revolting on you, right? I remember,
0: yeah.
1: So um oh. yuck. So but but like if you're there, oh my gosh. Like it's okay. Like yeah. there's a way out. But I just remember going back to that, then I'm like, ugh. So glad I'm not there anymore. Yeah. But we all were.
0: So. But you were still working. I didn't ever stop working. That's important to note.
1: Okay. Everyone's
0: like, well, I'm going to take a break to work on myself.
1: And I get that. I hear that all the time. Yeah. That sounded really condescending. (laughs) But if you worked for another job. Yeah. You would show up.
0: Yeah. So why, if it's your own business, are you not willing to show up for yourself? Right. But it's important for people to know that this is such a reflection of, like, when you're really in alignment and you yeah. really have your priorities and your mission in line, that, like, you were still working, but your results were not reflecting what you were doing.
1: Right. But with that, too, though, as soon as my
0: alignment shifted, right, the results showed up of the work I put in. Right. So it's not for nothing. No. The consistency. So your energy might be revolting
1: everybody at that time and and whatever. But that's why it's so important to be consistent. It's not a sexy word. But consistency will show up eventually. It's, you know.
0: And consistency really came from your mission. Because even if you were having challenges in your life, it didn't change why you do what you do. Exactly. Exactly.
1: And so that allowed me on my roughest days when I had no energy, when I was literally in body pain, Mm -hmm. when I was stressed out to the max, it still got me up every day of like, this is more important than Mm -hmm. the moment I feel right now.
0: Right. And um, you knew what you didn't want.
1: And I knew what I didn't want. I knew I didn't want to um, put some weird belief systems on my son, which could still happen. But um, (laughs) I knew that I didn't want to have, um, I wanted to have a happy marriage. I didn't want to be in this frustration. I knew that I didn't want to be, you know, dependent on um, some sort of addiction. I knew that I didn't want to... Just be angry. I just knew all the things I didn't want that I had experienced. Yeah. And so, you know, this might be a time where again, you know, we talked about it in the last one. Maybe you write down like it's I don't want this to happen. I don't want to feel this way. I don't want this. Like, write it down because you're gonna be able to see the very clear opposite, at least, of like, well, if I don't want to feel sad, at least I know I want to feel happy. I mean, that's a very simplistic view, but it's gonna start helping guide you, right? So take that picture of being in my lowest goals. Then taking time for myself and that next year we did a half million dollars in sales. Wow. Totally. In wow. one year. I mean, and, and our our year's done in a fiscal year. So so I mean, for us, that was literally like the next year I went from nothing to my biggest year I'd ever had.
0: Yeah. So I it can it
1: happen really
0: fast. Um, but and it's because ultimately your mission pulled you through that because it could have been very easy at that time to give up. It could have been very easy at that time to not be consistent. And at that time, it's like you could have just chose to not anymore, not be the leader, not make the difference and not show up for others during that season.
1: It would have been easy to go back to my old business of being a cosmetologist and just have
0: certainty. Yeah, because that's what the brain wants, really. Yeah, but it, it suspended you through that time. And you had that that focus, that main... And I think it's super important that people know that, like, your mission does change through the years. and But it changes because of the person that you become through the process of not giving up and showing up. So if you would have given up, you wouldn't have what you have now. You wouldn't have the life that you have now. You wouldn't have the family dynamic that you have now. And you wouldn't have the impact that you have now.
1: Right. Yeah, I mean, you go to that place where our marriage, you know, was in the mess. And you fast forward to today. And it took a lot of work and effort. But to be in the best place that our marriage has been, um, to retire my husband, you know, just eight months ago. And to do this as a family business, um, to be able to homeschool my son and be a hundred percent home with my family. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, you know, those are the pieces that like, it's like, how am I designing my life every day that Mm -hmm. stands in that, that mission. And so, you know, I wrote down some things that, that just happened to maybe just give a couple other tools for people, you know, to have, because for me, at least with, with my people, I'm like, if this is my mission, all I want you to do is have a better life. So I don't care what happens at the end of the day, as long as you're seeing something more positive, you know, in your life. But I just heard this, you know, through a talk given, and there was four awesome steps that when you are like a little bit out of alignment, and of course you've checked in maybe with your halts. Um, and I know that listening to your podcasts and us being friends for so long, you always talk about the power in the pause, and you talk about journaling, which are so powerful and I know sometimes people it's like mother ears you know (laughs) they heard you say it and then they'll hear me say it and it's the exact thing you said but they hear it differently from me right so we just repeat it again (laughs) yeah totally it's like yeah that's a great idea yeah um and so I heard you talking about this on your last one but four quick steps would be if you found yourself out of an alignment one just stop you talk about pausing you talked about praying Pray about it. Just slow down. Let your mind open up. Mm -hmm. And and that also another great tool. I know you and I, we went to an awesome conference um, that was life-changing with Tony Robbins a couple years ago. And we learned about priming. And that was a really awesome tool that we learned. You can, you know, YouTube that where you just even getting clear with your breaths Mm -hmm. and what you want and what you're grateful for, it slows down the brain. Um, So, so that could be number one. Number two, listening to something powerful. So the fact that you're even listening to us right now, if you've (laughs) even made it this far in the podcast that went over time, um, (laughs) means you're invested in growing yourself in some way, but like, you can continue to read audiobooks or, you know, really positive music or, you know, maybe within your own company, there's really inspirational people. Or maybe that looks like searching out coaching of someone who's your advocate, you know, like Michelle, who can show up for you and be someone who helps you to think something more powerful, right? Mm-hmm. Accountability. So that's number two. Number three, Um, This is really important because I watch people do this. I watch them go into shame as they maybe dip and they isolate. Mm -hmm. They cut themselves off from the world Mm -hmm. and they don't allow people to help them. And they decide to go get their needs met somewhere else. Right. And and so if you could avoid isolation and talk up, talk up to someone who's not going to have a pity party with you, Mm -hmm. but to empower you, but still listen and validate you, mm-hmm. that's really powerful. And then, um, and and that's you guys, the anxiety when you're inside your voice and you don't get out and you don't talk to people, it is amplified,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: Like you've been there where you're like, my thoughts are crazy right now.
0: <laughs> and that's just normal. I it's our brain. have
1: catastrophized this 10 times. Yeah. <laughs> We've gone down, and I'm in a horror movie in my brain <laughs> <laughs> right now, you know? Yes. Um, and yes. number four, and why I think I never stopped working, is to help someone else. Mm-hmm. When you can help someone else, mm-hmm. you stop focusing on the pity party. It is, you know, biblical, right? There's more happiness in giving than receiving. Right. And so when you can show up for that, it, it takes... There was a healing that happened for me for that. There was... Um, a I was so excited and happy once I get off and I wasn't focusing on my own problems.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those are some really powerful steps. And, you know, I I really appreciate you guys listening today. I really appreciate you, Brie, for being willing to be vulnerable and, and share what your mission is and your heart piece. And, you know, if you're somebody who's been through, you know, challenges your story, someone needs to hear your story. Like if you received any inspiration from this, and I know that you did, just know that someone needs to hear your story. And your story might be different than hers. It might be, you know, maybe you haven't experienced trauma, but maybe you have. And regardless, you showing up imperfectly And allowing yourself to feel those things, allowing that to be your reason to keep going instead of your reason to stop, I think is really the message here is that when you have a deep rooted mission in why you are doing what you're doing, you can show up imperfectly and it'll still make the difference for everyone who is around you in your life and who you have influence over. So I really appreciate you sharing. Is there anything you wanted to leave them with? Um, oh yeah. You. I mean, you just said something that I
1: guess we can end with. That when you said, you know, sharing your story, sharing your story doesn't have to be a quote unquote stage story, Mm -hmm. right? You don't have to have a certain position to share that. Mm -hmm. And so I think people hold back and they think, when I get to this place, then I'll share my story and I'll make a difference. And if you could leave this knowing that if you lived out your mission every day, In every small appointment or Mm. conversation, Mm. you'd actually get to the place you want to be so much faster because Mm. you're making a difference along the way Mm. that will eventually, if you want it and maybe you don't, give you a platform to share with more.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that is so good. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this. Um, I know that you guys will probably be re-listening to this. I really, really appreciate your time, Bree. And again, you guys, if this resonates with you, if you are a growth-minded woman and you want more alignment, maybe you want more, more success, maybe you want more fulfillment, there is a community of women that is available to you for free right now in the month of October called the Align Leader Community. It is on Facebook. Um, If you're listening to this in October of 2022, we have our first free group coaching call this Thursday. And I would so encourage you to um, come to that. You are personally invited. Thank you as always for listening. And um, again, the tool I'll leave you with is if you're not sure what your mission is, Think about what you're not wanting in your life and work backwards. And uh, there's power in the pause to be quiet and sit with that. And uh, you're here for a reason. And somebody needs to hear your story. Thanks so much, guys.